Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm Jessica Toon. And I'm Kate Orslan. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Kate. Hey, Jessica. How's How's it it going? going? (laughs) Jinx. Jinx, it's going good. How are you? Good. I'm glad we're here. Yes, here we are podcast day the best day yes the best day today we're going to discuss the latest on website accessibility from the department of justice we have discussed website accessibility guidelines several times before on this podcast and through other resources go to our website at virginiarealtors.org and under the law and ethics tab click on legal resources There's a search bar under the filters section on the left side of the page. Type in website accessibility and you will see all of these resources. Right. And so we've noted before that the DOJ has kind of punted on these guidelines, right? They've defaulted to the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines or WCAG instead, which is a set of guidelines created by an international standards organization called the World Wide Web Consortium, also known as W3C. In March, the DOJ published some new information on their website regarding accessibility guidelines. They link to another government website that we will refer to as the DOJ ADA website which you can find at beta.ada.gov forward slash web hyphen guidance. That website provides guidance for how businesses open to the public can ensure their websites are accessible as required under the ADA. Now, unfortunately, the DOJ still has not published any detailed standards of their own and are still primarily relying on the existing WCAG standards. They also link to standards released by the U.S. Access Board, which is an independent federal agency that promotes equality for people with disabilities. The U.S. Access Board standards for websites run by the federal government are found in Section 508 of the Rehabilitation Act, which was a piece of legislation first signed in 1973, but which has been revised and added to over the years. You can find more information on Section 508 along with additional training and tools at section508.gov. The DOJ ADA website providing the guidance gives links to both the WCAG guidelines and Section 508 standards, but notes that businesses have flexibility in how they comply with, quote, the ADA's general requirement of non-discrimination and effective communication, end quote. And those businesses must still ensure that the services they provide to the public, even online, are accessible to people with disabilities. The DOJ ADA website lists several examples of compliant website features, which we'll go through now, including ensuring there is sufficient color contrast between text and background, using alternate text and images, and video captions. When using text color to provide or distinguish information, you should include text cues for those who cannot perceive color. For example, if your website includes a form where some fields are required and others are not, include the word required to distinguish those fields instead of relying on a color or font change to make this distinction. 
Speaking of forms, ensure form fields have labels and clear instructions that are accessible by screen readers and that those who can only use keyboards can still complete and submit the form. Also, that errors are identified automatically with accessible instructions for how to resolve the error. If your website has multiple sections with different headings, ensure that those headings are built into the layout in such a way that blind people can understand how the website functions and how they can access or navigate the page. Finally, providing a way for a member of the public to contact you about an accessibility issue with your website is encouraged. While you are not required by VREB regulations to have a phone number or email address on your website, doing so can provide this direct access to resolve such situation early. The DOJ ADA website also reinforces that the Department of Justice is committed to ensuring website accessibility. It provides links to several settlement documents and consent orders that different entities like private companies and universities have reached with the DOJ after an investigation revealed the entity's website was not accessible. One of the most recent cases was Rite Aid Pharmacy and its website specifically created for COVID-19 vaccination signups. The DOJ alleged that interacting with Rite Aid's website for vaccination signups ranged from difficult to impossible for those using a screen reader, and certain functions were not available to those who cannot use a mouse to access links and must instead use keyboard functions. As part of the settlement agreement, Rite Aid had 30 days to modify and maintain their vaccine registration website to conform at a minimum with the WCAG 2.1 level AA standards. These standards were published in June 2018. Previous court cases we have looked at mentioned the older 2.0 standards. The ADA website does not specify which standard to meet, but getting upgraded to meet 2.1 standards is probably where most courts are headed. The 2.1 level standards were developed with a focus on those using mobile devices, those with low vision, and those with cognitive or learning disabilities. Among other things, it includes new recommendations on spacing, including line height and letter and word spacing, allowing content to be viewed in multiple orientations like portrait and landscape, important for accessing by smartphone, and specific requirements for information that appears when you hover over a link or other aspect of a website. If you're a tech-oriented person who does this yourself, the WCAG website at w3.org does spell out the differences between 2.0 and 2.1 and how to get a site upgraded to meet those standards. Otherwise, the website developer you work with should be aware and ready to make those changes. To fully limit your risk, we recommend ensuring your website complies with the WCAG 2.1 level standards. There are many companies out there that can help you with this, so explore your options. There are also free resources, including websites we mentioned in this podcast in the Virginia Department of Education, which has a website that contains accessibility tools and resources, including applicable guidance documents and several testing and evaluation tools. Test your website on a smartphone to ensure that all links work color combinations don't hide things, and that you can view the page when holding the phone both vertically and horizontally. Be sure that your advertisements or promotional materials, even print materials, don't have inaccessible color combinations that would make it hard for a person with color blindness to read them. Test your website not using a mouse and see if you can access all the functions using just a keyboard. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. 
Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2022. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike license.